the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. Yesterday's breach of the Capitol's perimeter could delay the gradual reopening of the building's grounds to the public, just as lawmakers were eyeing a return to more normal security measures after the January 6th riot. A Capitol police officer was killed when a man rammed his car into a barrier outside the Senate side of the building. I was looking down and suddenly I heard the distinctive sounds. It appeared to be three shots. And I saw people running the opposite way uh, from where the incident took place. That's the Reverend Patrick Mahoney. He's the director of Christian Defense Coalition and the pastor of Church on the Hill. The driver of the vehicle got, uh, was killed after he got out of his car and lunged at police with a knife. Homes are being evacuated near north of Braden in Florida because of a leak in a reservoir. This is SRN News. Larry Elder here, proud and thankful to be broadcasting on this station because you guys have kept it real for two decades. I love this station. I've been on AM 1280 for 20 years and happy anniversary to everyone. Up there in Minnesota. I'm proud to be part of the team. AM 1280, The Patriot. Happy 20th anniversary. Thanks for sticking with us through the last 20. Here's to 20 more. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, the second hour of the Narn is just moments away, but first want to remind you that the 2021 Kindness Challenge is officially underway. Visit am1280thepatriot.com now to nominate a hometown hero and then complete up to 30 acts of kindness for additional entries in our annual Kindness Challenge. This is, of course, sponsored and possible by Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Now look at your weather. High of 69 today, low of 46 overnight with a high of 76 tomorrow. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. AM 12A, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My show, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network since 2004. Making me, in effect, the benign despot of Twin Cities Media, all Twin Cities Media, Monday through Sunday, along with my colleagues, Brad Carlson, who is heard tomorrow. From 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, the page, doing a special Easter broadcast. And, of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, we are the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and we are just carrying on bigger and better every year. We, every year we get stronger, <laughs> paradoxically. Uh, by the way, uh, next week I will be off on assignment on Saturday. And I will be replaced. And it's my great pleasure to say I will be replaced uh, next week uh, by Walter Hudson, uh, who is someone who should be back on the air weekly at the very least, uh, if not daily. And by the way, I, I want to be on the air daily first. But Walter, right in there as well. One of my favorite broadcast personalities in the Twin Cities uh, anywhere. And it's always a pleasure to get him back on the air. A couple of weeks ago, he filled in for Brad on the uh, on the uh, closer edition of the show, did a broadcast that was themed around the idea that this would be the last. What what would he say if he was never going to be heard on the radio again? At which point, I just thought this can't be true. I know it was it was a rhetorical conceit and and a wonderful one, and it was a great great show. I urge you to go check out the podcast from I don't know back in February, I believe it was. I urge you to check that out. It was, I think it was the third Sunday in February. At any rate, uh, but it wasn't his last day on the air. 
we uh, Walter will be in for me next Saturday. It'll be a pleasure to listen. I will be in town uh, on an assignment taking care of some vital business. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me, and I hope you do. It's a gorgeous day out there, by the way, heading to be looking to be a gorgeous Easter weekend as contrasted perhaps with last year's Easter weekend, which brought snow and wind and, and, and lots of terrible weather. It's going to be the opposite uh, year this year, and I am looking forward to it, actually. I'm going to do my usual Easter morning uh, activities. I mean, I, I, obviously Easter services uh, to the extent that I can get there uh, online or in person and doing some of the grandfatherly duties and, and parently duties that, that come with Easter every year. Uh, I'll be looking forward to that, uh, more so than, than most years this year. It's going to be a great year for it. Uh, knock wood. And then maybe squeaking in a quick bike ride. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful day for that as well here. Any rate. Uh, so we were talking in the first hour about the complete suspension of logic and the normal rules of, well, everything that involve life on the left, including the, the, and, 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 and the, really the, the root cause for that, which is the fact that democratic politicians, pundits, people in general can say pretty much whatever they want, confident in the knowledge that the media will never call them on that and their base voters lack the critical thinking skills or desire to ask any questions that would involve them being held accountable for any of it. Heidi Heitkamp, by the way, former North Dakota senator, this uh, this past week on the Bill Maher show, Bill Maher show, I should say, uh, calling Gina Carano literally a Nazi. When, by the way, if you read the actual content that led to uh, Ms. Carano being kicked off of the Mandalorian was pretty much the opposite of Nazi. It was criticizing the process by which civilized societies become Nazis, including the process of turning neighbor against neighbor, which, by the way, is a function of the left as well. And we're starting to see that out there. Carano would be the opposite of a Nazi. And Heidi Heitkamp, not being the brightest light on God's cosmic Christmas tree, can say this. I, she knows better. I mean, she's not the brightest light on God's Christmas tree, but she knows better than that. But she knows that the hamsters that listen to Bill Maher are not. And this is one of the tribulations we as conservatives, as listeners to this station, as members of this audience, members of this movement, face. We face a significant part of the population. I mean, half in electoral terms right now, probably less than that in in absolutely motivated belief terms among true believers, probably 20, 30 percent of the population that are the true believers and, and a considerably smaller amount that are the ones that are going out and causing the problems and burning the stores and, and, and canceling people. But they certainly have grown teeth in recent years. And it puts me in mind, uh, and, and so they can say and do stupid things like, for example, Major League Baseball, Delta Airlines, and Coca-Cola teaming up to attack Georgia's voter laws as racist voter suppression for imposing voter IDs and limiting some of the excessive absentee voting rules, which, by the way, were entirely a function of the Democratic power grab in 2020, and basically are a recapitulation of pre-2020 voting laws. If laws in 2018 weren't racist in Georgia then they're not racist today. They're just not. But the woke mob, which is 5 10% of the left, but the, a powerful 5 to 10%, the true believers, the people who are willing to go far and above and outside the pale to achieve their goal to get power, have connived and mobilized to convince the likes of Coca-Cola, Major League Baseball, and uh, Delta Airlines to impose sanctions on the state of Florida to move the Major League Baseball All-Star Game for this year out of Atlanta to do all sorts of other penny-ante-niggling little uh, reprisals against the state of Georgia for not being racist, but for 
trying to see to the integrity of their elections, which is something big left is terrified by. I mean, you can see it by their actions. Which brings up the question. I'm wondering if Delta Airlines, having just come out against the idea of safeguarding elections by requiring voter ID, by calling that racist voter suppression, which they did, I'm wondering if that means that we're not going to have to show IDs to get on Delta flights anymore because that's travel suppression? That would seem to follow logically. But again, this being big left... This being through to the other side of the looking glass from where us normals live. They will never be questioned on this by the mainstream culture, least of all the stenographers for big left that make up our modern media. It's something we need to have some recourse against. And I will talk about that in a moment here. But first, let's go to the phones. Mark in St. Louis Park has been waiting patiently. You're live and on the air, Mark. Go right ahead. Mitch, you had a great show, and first of all, happy Easter to everybody who's listening. I wanted to answer that question you posed in the, the first hour. Go for how it. Is it possible, how is it possible that people of color uh, uh, have, have to have the brains enough to get ID to, to show up, to go on an airplane, to uh, open a bank account, to, to show to get liquor, cigarettes? And you ask, how is that logical that you, you can't, they're not capable enough of doing it for voter ID? Well, you answer your own question the first hour. It's not logical. No. It's illogical. Logical now is a racist construct, according to the left. Right. They believe in illogic, so so illogic to them is logical. Am I making yes. sense at all? It makes absolute so, sense in its nonsensicality, Mark. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's nonsensical. Thank you. Absolutely. And by the way, I mean, this is what George Orwell was talking about in 1984 and all of his other work critiquing socialism, the, the left that he was a part of. Uh, he had the intellectual honesty to criticize big left of the day uh, back when, by the way, it was it controlled a good chunk of the world's population, the Soviet Union, Red China and so forth. He he had the intellectual honesty to point out that the goal of this particular part of left, this absolutist part of the big left was to get people to believe that freedom was slavery that knowledge was ignorance, that two plus two equals five, and to say it with a straight face and with absolute acceptance, because absolute acceptance was more important than logic, than fact, than truth, than veracity, than any of those things we mere normals treasure. And this has become the dominant strain of a depressing amount of our society. And 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 it's grown teeth. I mean, it's the far left, going back to the 20s and 30s, has always felt this way, acted this way, brought teeth to the whole notion that the truth is what we say it is, that the truth is entirely relative and situational and dependent on what those in power say it is. That is behind the defi- is behind the, the term totalitarian. Because they control not only the knobs and levers of power, of government, of the bureaucracy, but in fact the knobs and levers of meaning, of language, of what language says and how you are to perceive it, of logic, of the need for it. What, what, log- what is considered logical? What is considered truth? If those with power say 2 plus 2 equals 5, then... Citizen, it shall be five. And this is what you're getting from Big Left. Not only the idea that the truth is what they say it is, whether it's about voter IDs in Georgia or about yesterday's attack at the Capitol, which, by the way, we were told by pundit after pundit was certain to be white supremacists, attempting a reprise of January 6th, which, by the way, was the first case of political violence in the history of the United States, apparently. Oh, that's what we're being told! No political violence that happened before January 6th, 2021 counts! The burning of East Lake Street? Well, that was was a, a function of white supremacy. 
despite the fact that you'll find not a single swastika or 14 words reference anywhere along East Lake Street then or now. Philippe Cunningham, Minneapolis City Councilman, says to the city full of bobbleheads that continue to vote for him and his party, that Klansmen in robes roamed North Minneapolis. Then and now, during the riots, Klansmen in white robes and pointy hoods roamed North Minneapolis. Now, I happen to know a lot of North Minneapolitans, many of them African Americans. I don't suspect they would take kindly to this. I do suspect walking around North Minneapolis in a robe and a pointy hood would be a very good way to find out what a pincushion feels like. And yet people like Philippe Cunningham can say this, knowing that the Star Tribune can't be bothered and knowing that the typical Democrat voter who thinks Alondra Cano is a genius and Ilhan Omar is in no way an anti-Western zealot, couldn't possibly have said anything wrong. Oh, we'll come back to that. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free Radio.com app. My name is Namrita Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system. The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India. I'm living in the child. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find. A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth. I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America, you should watch America's Forgotten. For additional savings, enter the promo code MINNEAPOLIS at checkout. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. We at Cash Call Mortgage are running a special for the month of March. To help homeowners save money, we're waiving all our fees to any borrower who locks a rate with us by March 31st. That's right. A true no-closing-cost mortgage loan with no-closing costs and super low rates. Now's the time to refinance your mortgage. If you have an interest rate above 2.25%, Give us a call to see if we can lower your interest rate and save you cash. No closing cost loans at Cash Call Mortgage. Give us a call or go to CashCallMortgage.com and apply online. For a free quote to see if you qualify for this special savings offer, just visit CashCallMortgage.com or call us today at 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. Great Garage Door can help you save money. Steel prices are skyrocketing. The major component in garage doors is steel. Replacing that cranky old door now will save you a bundle. Call today for a free estimate at 763-767-3000 or visit greatgaragedoor.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. News came out this past week. Homeschooling has tripled nationwide, but not everyone can do homeschooling. I'm here to tell you, I wish I could have. If I could start over, especially if we had a pandemic right now, I'd be homeschooling in a heartbeat. But them's uh, in the past. So, 
Next best option, private school. Could a private Christian education be the right fit for you and your family? If you're exploring the options, go ahead to reach out out to us at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. We've helped well over 100 Twin Cities families access private education, and they'd be happy to help you out as well here. So go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com, see the list of partnering schools, learn how we can help you save half off your first year of tuition. So take the first step. Go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Help yourself and your family secure a great education for your family and save big bucks on your first year. If homeschooling is not an option, that's a great option for you right there. TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitchburg in this week for myself. I'll I'll be off on assignment next week. Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3. Walter Hudson. In for me next Saturday from 1 to 3. It is always a treat to listen to Walter uh, filling in for, uh, for, for me here, for anyone here. To hear him on the air, just, it's a Easter, post-Easter blessing. Either way, we, we've been talking for the first hour and, and change about the complete suspension of logic, of fact, of up and down, of truth involved in absolute leftist power, especially in places where there is really not a functional two-party system, which I lament to say is both cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. It's why you get the ability for politicians like Philippe Cunningham to say that Klansmen in robes are roaming the streets have ever in the last 60 years, 80 years, maybe 100 years roamed the streets of North Minneapolis. I, I don't know if you even find them 100 years ago. The Klan was a power in Minnesota, by the way, a hundred years ago. I mean, in the 1920s, 50,000 Klansmen came out for a rally in Rochester, Minnesota. So it's not like there's never been a Klan here, but I'm finding a hard time believing anyone could have gone to North Minneapolis in full Klan regalia uh, to North Minneapolis in the last 60 years without the backing of a large army, which simply has not happened. And yet, it's because of this complete lack of accountability that you get this sort of, well, twaddle being peddled by the people who run this city. But the likes of Philippe Cunningham or the likes of Heidi Heitkamp, who had to play moderate when she was back in North Dakota as a senator before and before that a state uh, senator in North Dakota. And by the way, someone for whom my mother volunteered back in the day, she referred to Gina Carano. The very not Nazi uh, actress who was fired for her conservatism by Disney. Ponder this notion here. Heidi Heitkamp called Gina Carano a Nazi, literally a Nazi. I'm trying to think in what part of Orthodox Nazism people of Hispanic descent were considered part of the movement. People of Hispanic Mediterranean descent, not Aryan. Heidi Heitkamp, being not stupid, and being ironically of pure Aryan descent, (laughs) knows this. I have a hunch she knows this. But she knows that nobody will ever question her. I mean, I'm questioning her. I, I wrote her press contact, asking the question and requesting her presence on this very broadcast today. Oddly enough, I never heard back. Wigmaster, have we heard from Senator Heitkamp's office here on the uh, in the phone? I gave her the number. Can you check the messages? Uh, Anyway, I'll I'll wait for Wigmaster to check the messages here to see if Heidi, Heidi Heitkamp Former senator of North Dakota, I say it again, former senator from North Dakota, no longer in public life, expelled from office by the good citizens of North Dakota, and now free to refer to Gina Carano, woman of either Italian or Hispanic descent, and very, very non-Aryan in the least, as a Nazi. At any rate, this is the sort of... Well, I mean, the fact that Gina Carano was fired at all, the fact that Major League Baseball and Coke and 
Coca-Cola and Delta Airlines have been able to take their swats at the state of Georgia for standing up for vote integrity after a very difficult, very controversial election. Doing the right thing after a very difficult, very controversial election and taking their lumps from the woke mob. Doing what it does, which is cancel those who go against their dissent. It reminds me of some a couple of things. For starters, an article I linked to last week and discussed last week on the show by Professor Glenn Reynolds, who along there with up there with Hugh Hewitt and James Lilacs had as much as anyone to do with me and this broadcast succeeding to the point that we have. Glenn Reynolds, of course, the blogger at Instapundit, the at one point the uh, probably the most prolific conservative blogger and most popular conservative blogger in the world, up there with uh, with with John Hinderocker and Scott Johnson. He, I, I linked to an article from him about a week ago on how to deal with the attack mob, the the woke mob, the cancel culture. And his directives, by the way, uh, to wit, were, number one, never apologize. Number two, bring your friends. Number three, punch back twice as hard. And and I pointed out when I first discussed this, I don't know, last week, I believe, on the show and in my blog since then, that it's great advice. Never apologize to the woke mob if you can honestly stand behind what you said and by the way, in the public eye, always say things you can stand behind. Uh, if you if don't 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 let your mouth run away uh, with you, because there are times you will that that people can, as Rush Limbaugh found out the hard way. You're on the air for three hours a day, five days a week for 35 years. You're gonna say things eventually, live on on the air without a mic, without a without a filter, I should say, that can be taken the wrong way and in fact, in fact might have been put out there the wrong way. Rush Limbaugh said a few such things. Eventually atoned for a few of them. Pointed out how out of context the rest were taken. But stand behind what you can say uh, or be accountable for it if you're in the public eye. As, as this broadcast has found out and as my blog has found out over time. But provided you can stand behind what you said, never apologize. And if the woke mob, the cancel mob, the, the, the goons, the bullies come for you, go back with your friends and punch back twice as hard. Now, we talked about this in some depth two weeks ago on our 20th uh, anniversary broadcast for this station, the 17th anniversary broadcast for the Northern Alliance. The Northern Alliance of blogs came as the 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 first wave of a conservative blog outbreak here in the Twin Cities. Uh, the Northern Alliance of Blogs, by the way, myself, Ed Morrissey, formerly at Captain's Quarters, now at Hot Air, John Hinderocker, Scott Johnson at Powerline, King Banyan from SESU Scholars, and, of course, uh, the whole crew from the late and lamented Frauders Libertas, Brian St. Paul Ward, Chad the Elder, uh, and, of course, uh, the other two guys, Adam Iser, J.B. Doubtless, uh, who didn't stay on the show for very long but made their presence known in other ways. But Brian and Chad, certainly longtime members of the Northern Alliance. Michael Broadcorb from Minnesota Democrats Exposed, uh, one of the people who came along five years into the wave and came along four year, uh, two years into this broadcast as well for a number of wonderful years of after, Saturday afternoon radio with King Banyan. And we were the first of what at one point peaked out at well over 100 bloggers here in the Twin Cities. A very diverse lot of people. Some people who didn't care about politics at all, blogged about sports, blogged about religion, blogged about technology, blogged about, uh, about everyday life, but largely politics. And this was a time, by the way, why I, when the, the far left in the Twin Cities was certainly on the ascendant, certainly powerful. I mean, the Twin Cities has always been a liberal cesspool for since the 1960s. But they were still kind of amateur at the bully game. And so whenever we had people on the left, whether they be columnists like the late uh, Nick Coleman, Laurie Sturdivant, or Twin Cities progressive bloggers who 
were almost always overpromoted, but frequently got paid for what they did. And when they tried to do the early versions of cancel culture, they got slapped down pretty good because we were able to bring friends, as Glenn Reynolds would say. So provided you said something you could morally get behind, you could get away with not apologizing, with mustering a bunch of friends to bring your own counter-cancel mob, to punch them back twice as hard, to make sure that the world knew who, who was on the side of the angels on each of these arguments. And then things went south. We'll talk about that and, and what I think we need to do to come back from that. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. That's 800-439-7409. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. What does a three-ring circus, a triple scoop of butter pecan ice cream, and a three-run homer all have in common? A smile. Like the one on your face when you take advantage of Standard Heating's triple saving sale. That's three combined special offers. Standard Heating's April promotion, plus manufacturer rebates, plus utility rebates. A combined savings of up to $2,775 on a new furnace and AC combo. Ask about installing a new water heater with your purchase. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is a family-owned and operated business with 91 years of serving the Twin Cities community, servicing over 500,000 homes. Take advantage of this triple savings special with savings of up to $2,775. Hurry, this offer ends April 30th. Go to standardheating.com for more details. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. That's standardheating.com. Be sure to mention the Patriot. Standardheating.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. By the way, it's worth pointing out that this past week saw the 76th birthday of one of the most pioneering guitarists, sometimes referred to as the third best guitar guitar player in the Yardbirds back in the 60s, but still, along with Jimmy Page and Jeff Beck, but nonetheless, one of the greatest guitarists in the history of blues... Eric Clapton turned 76 this past week. Now, as it happens, Eric Clapton, like a number of artists very important to this show, uh, Bruce Springsteen, The Eagles, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, went over to a music licensing service that, that we do not pay licensing fees to, ergo we cannot play on the air. It's one of the technicalities. Radio stations pay money to play music because that's how songwriters get paid. Indeed. That's how I get paid about 10 bucks a year 
for the music I wrote for my album going on four years ago, believe it or not. Uh, and nonetheless, these artists have all gone to a, a, a service that, that we do not pay for. Therefore, all of Eric Clapton's solo work from about 1974 on is with this other organization. But not Derek and the Dominoes. And by golly, Derek and the Dominoes is about as good as it got with Eric Clapton, folks. For my money, this one, by the way, keep on growing off of the sun, soul one and only Derek and the Dominoes album. Still my favorite song Eric Clapton ever did. And I will put that up against anyone who wants to speak. So just say it. I mean, Eric Clapton has a big enough ego where it helps to have a couple of other strong personalities like Bobby Whitlock, who you just heard singing there, to kind of keep him in check until he grew to keep himself in check, as he did about 30-odd years ago when he finally got sober and learned to have some perspective in life other than that of being one of the world's greatest guitar players and a superstar, and depressed about his life. By the way, there's an excellent article about uh, Eric Clapton at 76 by uh, uh, a National Review about a week and a half ago. uh, It's called The Beautiful Torture of Eric Clapton. It's a wonderful article that is a great introduction to, you got it, a Netflix Netflix, uh, documentary. I believe it's on Netflix, maybe Prime. Either way, worth a watch. I I strongly, this is two television recommendations in one day. Hillbilly Elegy and the Eric Clapton documentary. Uh, Either way, uh, wonderful uh, body of work going back almost 50 years right now. He was a, a teenage superstar. With all of the personality quirks that went with that from the uh, from about 1969 to probably about 1993 or so, and then managed to bring his life back together. Itself uh, a bit of an inspirational story. It's been a good year for such stories, by the way. Rob Lowe put out an autobiography. You know Rob Lowe. He was a member of the Brat Pack in the late 80s. One of those annoying teenage superstars who by age 18 was already a multimillionaire and could pretty much get anything or anyone he wanted in the world and it showed and he turned into basically well on his way towards being the next i don't know charlie sheen or dana plato or, or whomever people who get everything they want in life without having to work all that terribly hard for it not to discount the work actors and artists do to get to be mega stars but if you're a teenage star let's face it the the dues you pay are relatively minor compared to the people who really have to put it on the line for decades to make it anywhere in the industry rob lowe uh saw the error of his ways at a relatively early age cleaned up straightened up married his girlfriend at the time, with whom he is still together 30-odd years later, raised a couple of kids, discovered what really mattered in life, much as, indeed, Eric Clapton did. My, I have digressed, haven't I? <laughs> anyway, if you get a chance to watch the Eric Clapton documentary, like many excellent documentaries on music and musicians on Netflix these days, it is well worth a watch. Back on task. Talking about an article by Glenn Reynolds a few weeks ago about how to respond to the woke mob, to wit, never apologize, bring your friends, punch back twice as hard. And as we discussed two weeks on the show, uh, two weeks ago on the show with Scott Johnson, John Hinderocker, Ed Morrissey, King Banyan, and Brad Carlson, one of conservatism's, in my humble opinion, one of conservatism's great mistakes, especially here in the Twin Cities, was for so many people that used to form part of this fantastic conservative blogging scene here in the Twin Cities, was abandoning the small independent blogs that dominated, uh, by the way, along with conservative talk radio, that dominated the alternative media scene in the 2000s. I mean, we beat the left like a bunch of bongo drums back then. And made it and had fun doing it. I mean, the heyday of the Minnesota Organization of Bloggers was not only uh, a great social scene and a great uh, way of crowdsourcing stories that nobody else was covering back then, and God knows nobody but us covers today. But there was this also during the heyday of the independent blog, which was probably 2004 through 2010, there was this natural, organic, 
large network of supporters that would rally for the fun stuff, sure, for for the mob parties at Keegan's or Town Hall or Old Mexico, uh, but would also rally, usually online, but sometimes in person, when one of the droogs that were sort of doing the trial run for cancel uh, cancel culture back then started dishing what was, at the time, some fairly pathetic smack because they hadn't perfected the art of mobbing people with bullying back then. Well, since then, two things have happened. For starters, way too many conservative content producers took their game to Twitter and Facebook and either just atrophied, let the mission that they, whatever sense of mission that brought them to conservative blogging sort of atrophy over time, which, by the way, is going to happen. Not everyone has it in them, as Dennis Prager points out in the in the station promo. Not everyone has it in them to be a fighter. Some people make better consumers, and some people found this out after a while trying to to drive a conversation via their blogs and the mechanism of the Minnesota organization of blogs. It's a perfectly valid thing. Other people found that other demands of life took precedence. I get that. It was a tough battle for me. Me for me, blogging time was between five a.m. and six thirty a.m. for many years uh, during the heyday of my blog. I had kids at home, had them pretty much to myself. I had to get them up, get them to school, get them off on, on about their day. So I understand the the stresses that pulled people away from cranking out content on schedule. And, of course, on social media, some of them have gone on to get censored out of existence. A fair number of fairly solid conservative libertarians have found themselves in Twitter and Facebook jail for saying things that are pretty darn mainstream compared to what the left gets away with today. The other thing that happened, though, is big left invested in turning their attack machine developing their attack machine, really like a farm club from a bunch of, I don't know, spotty losers in their mother's basements to a pack of, well, spotty losers with venal, dull, but constantly practiced teeth. I mean, I remember back in about 2006, a nonprofit sponsored by plutocrats with deep progressive pockets, your George Soros crowd, pumped a lot of money into starting a bunch of Twin Cities leftist alternative media sites. The first and most risible being the Minnesota Monitor, which became, ironically, the Minnesota Independent. They paid a bunch of bloggers, frequently of very dubious talent, 1500 bucks a month to write, I, I say this with all humility, much less than people like myself and at the time Ed Morrissey and King Banyan and Brad Carlson and some of the other mid-level bloggers, uh, Gary Miller of Let Freedom Ring, uh, not uh, Gary Gross of Let Freedom Ring, Gary Miller of, uh, of Truth Versus the Machine, uh, Learned Foot and his crew from Kool-Aid Report who did it just for the pure love of the game, they're paying people who I mean, I wouldn't wipe my shoes on content-wise, wise $1,500 a month to turn in a couple pieces a week. And it was mostly garbage. I mean, I caught a few of these people out plagiarizing the Associated Press for their 30 pieces of silver from George Soros. But they kept investing. They invested in publications like the MinPost, which basically is a retirement home for laid-off Star Tribune staffers and NPR staffers, and basically a, a minor league club to let them stay in the business until some other paper comes along and pays for them. And by the way, and, and now the Minnesota Reformer is another one. I mean, basically, it's a it's an attack PR firm for Big Left. Uh, they do some actual reporting of sorts, but it's always through a political lens. And along with that, cancel culture has become the norm across wide swaths of society that were still pretty open and healthy a decade, 15 years ago, when Andrew Breitbart, to his everlasting credit, was warning us about losing the culture war and what would happen if we did, as we have indeed done across way too much of culture. So how do the good guys and the good gals start to organize and fight the dirty part of the culture war again? 
I mean, 10 years ago, when it was still good, clean fun, we kind of had it figured out. When a a stalker would, for example, come after me with some scabrous bit of slander, two or three other bloggers, perhaps with subject matter expert or backgrounds in the law, would come up on my behalf and smack them down with great glee, gusto, and, dare I say, extreme prejudice. Uh, There was one in particular who was a famous stalker of all people conservative who got beat up so long, so bad, so hard that when my garage burned down in 2009, he felt compelled to go online and disclaim any responsibility for having burned down my garage. Which begs the question, why would you think anyone would suspect you? Oh, yeah, you've had your nose... Up my kilt for years, so over the top that you're a natural first subject. This was pointed out, by the way, by friends of mine, the friends I was able to bring at that point. So, what do the good guys do again these days, today, to fight back against cancel culture? More when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Need cash fast? Figure can help. A figure personal loan is a smart, fast way to get up to $50,000 from the comfort of home. Just go to figure.com and apply online in minutes. You can check your rate without affecting your credit. Whether you need cash for past, present, or future, Figure can have you funded in as few as two business days. Stop paying those sky-high interest rates and consolidate debt at a lower interest rate. Just go to figure.com. That's figure.com. Figure Lending LLC. Equal Opportunity Lender. NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Figure.com. Need life insurance but have diabetes, high blood pressure, or on anxiety meds? If you're a 50-year-old male, even porky, or with type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of life insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. For affordable term life insurance, call Term Provider and speak with Big Lou at 800-555-1509. 800-555-1509 or visit BigLou.com. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. 800-555-1509. Mistakes, little mistakes, big mistakes, monumental mistakes, they all matter. When they're made in regard to your retirement, they can be disastrous. Tune into this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. The guys are going to share with you common mistakes that retirees make that can derail your retirement. Make sure you listen so you can keep your retirement on track. Alan Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Make sure you tune into Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon on Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them now at 855-231-6010. My name is Namrita Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system. The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India. I'm living in the child. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find. A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth. I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America, you should watch America's Forgotten. For additional savings, enter the promo code MINNEAPOLIS at checkout. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, would you please? We're also on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. We're also on uh, MeWe and Gab at Mitch P. Berg. Join us in any of those places. So let me go to a free social medium like MeWe or Gab. Yeah, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. 
And only, by the way, until uh, MeWe comes up with a live video streaming feature, in which case pff, I'm gone, out of here. This show will leave Facebook uh, until such a time as it is taken over by people with consciences who actually care about freedom, democracy, and free speech. Likewise, Twitter. Yeah, we're there because everyone's on Twitter these days. And the hashtags reach people. Hashtag N-A-R-N show. That being said, uh, when Gab catches on, I'm out of there. Boom. And we're on all four uh, of those media right now. And I will this week try and get my account back going on Parler. Uh, the station's out on Parler. Parler is apparently back. But it's having a hard time, near as I can tell. At least I can't find my account out there again. So back uh, to square one uh, there with the uh, with, with Parler here. Uh, 651-289-4488 via the original social medium, the telephone. Anyway, I was talking before the break about the need for conservatives to start socializing again, to, to stop, to, to undo the damage that was done by social media, making us, ironically, as conservatives, less social. Uh, when people started leaving blogs, leaving social media that we controlled ourselves and going to social media controlled by Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey, we paradoxically became less social. The Minnesota Organization of Bloggers hasn't had a party to get together in, I don't know, six or seven years here now because it winds up being a group of 10, 15 people that, not, not that I don't mind getting together, I love it, in fact. It's probably been three or four years since we had a, a, a quote, mob, end quote, meeting. It was probably a dozen people. We got together at Keegan's, you know, back when Keegan still existed, and uh, smoked a few cigars out on the patio, had a couple beers, and went our separate ways. It is time, well nigh past time indeed, for uh, Minnesota conservatives to, uh, to, to get together, to make it a social occasion, to be friends again to get out and get used to the notion of taking it <laughs> being the, uh, the the crowd that would come out for the good times and to sometimes get a little dirty when the other side wants to get dirty to basically provide the crowd's source of response to the bullying that the left is bringing to the table here not by being worse than them not by playing their depraved game the way they play it, but by standing up for the fellow uh, Minnesota conservatives who are fighting the good fight and paying the price for it against the woke cancel mob. Some parts of conservative culture in Minnesota still get this. I mean, I have a blast outside of pandemic rules, naturally, at Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus events when we have our, our, our lobby days. By the way, that's coming up next week. Uh, lobby day, by the way. It's a virtual online lobby day at the Minnesota State Capitol for gun rights. But go to gunowners.mn to find out more details about uh, the annual lobby day that's coming up next week. It's going to be online, but it's no less important now than it ever was, especially now that everything at the Minnesota State Capitol is online. Uh, speaking of which, think there's no good news out there? Well, think again. Iowa this past week passed constitutional carry. And there was a spectacular piece on it in the uh, Iowa Firearm Owners uh, blog this past week. Uh, the I'm sorry, the IRM, uh, Iowa Firearms Coalition, thank you, IFC. IowaFC.com uh, has an excellent piece on the journey that led, uh, that led Iowa over the course of the last 20 years from being a particularly capricious and... Uh, flighty, uh, restrictive May issue state like Minnesota was up until 2002 to the journey it has taken uh, this past week via uh, 15 years of constitutional, I'm sorry, shall issue uh, permitting like Minnesota has today to adopting this past week constitutional carry. Now, this blog and this show, both my blog, shotinthedark.info and the show, have always been Second Amendment sanctuaries. Literally, the first post I wrote on my blog, shotinthedark.info, on February 5th, 2002, after the inevitable, well, I guess I'm going to write a blog here, that literally everyone who's ever written a blog started off with, related to the push back then for shall-issue carry permit reform in Minnesota. I was, my 
dipping my toe back in the activist pool back then. I was glad I did it. And by the way, within a year and one month, well, within 15 months of me starting my blog, we passed shall issue reform in 2003, something I covered live and on the scene of the Minnesota State Senate back then, a post I need to dig out from the archives and rebroadcast here. Uh, anyway, this, but as I pointed out on the show with uh, Brian Strasser in the past, that was the result of seven years of work by gun owning uh, by gun activists in Minnesota. At that time, it was the Gun Owner Civil Rights Alliance and Minnesota Concealed Carry Reform. Now, a couple different groups that bled into each other over time and shared many of the same activists. But it wasn't an overnight fight. It wasn't an overnight victory. It was a battle that started in probably 1994 with the first attempt to organize any support at all in the legislature. And it failed. It failed terribly for the first couple of years, got no committee hearings, went nowhere. But bit by bit, over time, the political power built that enabled the good guys and gals to win that battle. It took seven years from 1994, now nine years from 2000 uh, up till 2003. And then again, we had to do it again in 2005 because an activist judge shot the, uh, shot the law down temporarily. And we passed it. The good guys passed it with a, with a majority of, of, bo- of both sides of the aisle. Well, that's been a similar story. In fact, maybe even a longer story going from uh, repressive shall issue to constitutional carry in Iowa. And if it can be done there, a place with perhaps uh, almost as nasty of a Democrat uh, party as we have here and as big of a rural urban divide there, perhaps, as we have here, it can be done here. It's anything is possible, but it's not an overnight battle like some charlatan groups want you to believe. It's not something that happens in a year of making Facebook videos and and sending contributions to an Iowa group, not the Iowa Firearms Coalition, mind you. This is something that takes it's a marathon. It's the it's a marathon, not a sprint is indeed a cliche. But when it comes to winning constitutional rights back from the abyss, it's also the truth. At any rate, more on that this coming week. Thank you all for tuning in. God bless you all this Easter season, the most blessed time of the year for Christians. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Happy Easter. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. That's 800-439-7409. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? 
Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC.